and welcome back to the Unclassified Footy Podcast. And this week it's a bit of a change. We're in the studio. Um, I'm here with Joe Brooks. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, Harry. It's good to finally get our restrictions and we can finally do it in our studio. Yeah, it's a great studio. Not much in the background, but we'll, we're working on that. Uh, we got the new mic to get the audio slick. Um, but we'll get straight into it and I'll start with the intro. So coming up this week, it'll be... Start off with the trades that happened this week. Um, then we'll move on to horse racing. And then the biggest segment of all time, in- Instagram questions. And the name of it will be announced later on. Um, and they will get one of these hats, great hats. Um, and then after that, we'll finish off with the trades that should happen uh, in the coming week. So, Joel, can you start off with the trade trades that happened this week? Yeah, so Kyle Hartigan... To the Hawks, um, came from the Crows. Wasn't surprised really. He came there earlier. He was touring there, seen touring there, and yeah, wasn't surprised. Yeah, it and wasn't too much of a surprise coming from the Crows. Do- doesn't look like a well. He's he probably wants uh, premiership. I guess Hawks aren't much closer than a, uh, to a premiership than Crows, but yeah, you could see that coming. Um, that was an obvious one for this one, but. The next one, this was big. So this wasn't a trade, sorry. This was through free agency. And can you tell us through, uh, Brad, about Brad Crouch? Yeah, so Brad Crouch um, was a free agent and he got signed to the Saints. The Saints have been going very well in the trade period over the last few years. Um, yeah, the past two years they've got... Brad Hill, who they got, were able to get Brad Crouch. Um, Adelaide said they would match the offer if they didn't get pick two. So, but then they did match the, oh, uh, they didn't match the offer, sorry, when they got pick 24, which is a second rounder. So, yeah, the Saints are looking really good for next year. Um, yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's definitely a top four, I reckon. They could push for the, uh, the granny. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see if he, uh, if Brad Crouch can get any better than he is. Um, so now this one, it was pretty quick to be done, honestly. Jesse Hogan should GWS. Um, he was a pick six uh, going to Freo from Melbourne. Um, no, he was a pick fifty-four. No, Neil Neil was a pick six. No, as in he came pick six to Freo. They swapped that. Yeah, yeah. So that was, and they got him for pick fifty-four. Was it to yeah. GWS, which is. Yeah, he's gone down a fair bit of value, and I think that's a steal for the JWS if they can get him up and running. Um, next, uh, we've got from the Tigers. Can you take us through this one, Joel? Yeah, Oleg Markov to the Suns. He's heading up north, but I think it was if he waited one more year, he would have been in our best 22. He just had to, if Basil Hawley retired, he would have been in there and. Yeah, he would just be fit and, yeah, he's a very good runner off the half-back line and the Suns are very lucky to have him on board. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, well, Suns will hopefully be making a push for the finals and I reckon he's got some speed in my leg. He could play a wing. He's, he's a really good runner, I'm pretty sure, isn't he? Yeah, his dad was the Olympic pole folder. Really? And, yeah, he's he's got very good speed and just... Off the half-back line, he just played very well. Yeah, well, the next trade was Zach Langdon, Langdon from GWS to the Eagles. 
Um, probably saw that coming as well, uh, coming into the trade period. He wasn't, I don't, he wasn't making a push for, well, he was getting in the team every now and then, but didn't play too much uh, in the 2020 season. Uh, it's a good pickup for the Eagles, just adding uh, depth to their team. They, yeah, they they need to make a push for the grand final again. Otherwise, they're gone. They've got a lot of senior players, and yeah, they need to be there in the next two years or so. Otherwise, um, they'll start falling pretty quickly. Um, now, this one, he wasn't off, off, offered a contract at the Lions, but found a new home at the Dogs, John. Yeah, that was very surprising. That was very fast. Nothing really actually happened. Yeah, well, Stefan Martin, he was out of contract at um, at the Brisbane Lions and decided to join the Dogs for a two-year contract. It's a very good pickup because of um, they need help with English and English can where can be can be like a first ruckman or a backup ruckman for English. So now they've got two very good tools who run and. Yeah, Stefan Martin will be a very good get. Yeah, well, he was almost the first ruckman for Brisbane Lions with well, Oscar McInerney in there as well. But, yeah, I think Brisbane offered him a one-year deal, but uh, Dogs offered him a two. So, yeah, that's going to be good for Tim English's growth and he can he doesn't have to have all the pressure on his back um, uh, as he's so young and just developing. Um, yeah. yeah, so... We'll go on to things that happened this week. So in the trade period, um, start off with the first one. This was surprising. Um, it was there was a bit of uh, there was some stuff around it uh, coming into the trade period, but it was only settled a couple of days ago, Joel. Yeah, well, it was put to bed by basically the CEO of, of the Western Bulldogs, and it didn't really happen till a few nights ago. Dunkley requested a trade to the Dons. You couldn't actually see it coming. It was, I thought these were going to be one of the ones that would have gone down to the wire, like the last night, which is going to be on Wednesday. Is that right? Um, Wednesday the 12th. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, it's it, it was going to go down to the wire and just, yeah, he just, there's nothing else to say. Just. I think they, they're wanting – I'm pretty sure if he's going to go, they're going to ask for two first-rounders. You reckon? I think they will. And I think um, pick eight will be a big part of that, uh, which they can get off Saad if that gets done. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be a good fit for uh, Essendon. I reckon, it'll be a, um, I reckon it could be a late, a late first round, like pick eight and potentially late second rounder to – about a second round. Yeah, yeah. Draft pick. I don't think I reckon that that would be a very good bet. Well, um, dogs. They've got a bit a great midfield and Dunkley. He was playing in there, but he was obviously behind McRae, uh, Smith and Bont, as we talked about last week. So he'll be looking for that. Uh, he'll be wanting to go to the Dons, and he'll hopefully make a, a big impact on their midfield with Shield and Devin Smith in there as well. Well, it's basically like the equivalent of like a second ruckman, who he's not. He didn't do much of the work. Yeah. He would just come when someone would have a spell. Yeah. But basically, he would stay in there. But it wasn't. He wasn't like a full time in there. He yeah. Was, well, Essendon aren't looking like they're going to win a premiership like in the next five years. So 
He's young, Dunkley, and I think that that'll be a great fit for them. It'll be good. It's good. He's they're starting to rebuild us, and yeah, it's very good for them. Um, now the next trade that happened, oh, uh, request trade was Ben Brown to the D's. Uh, they were a leader. I think they're offering him a three-year deal. Yeah, a three-year deal, Harry. Just the D's are gonna be a good team this year. They they need to make top eight, otherwise they're in strife because. After all these years, 2018, they had a great year, got to the prelim, and they've just they've just fallen down. But hopefully Ben Brown can get to his best again and help it help out that full that forward role yeah. at the D's, which they've been lacking for uh, quite some time. They've got young young fellows like Jackson and um what's his name? Uh Wiedemann. Uh, Wiedemann, sorry. Yeah, that's it. Um, uh Oscar McDonald will probably be pushed out of that side and he'll probably be going somewhere else. I think Pies had an interest in him. I was listening to AFL Exchange and their um, list manager said that they expressed interest, but uh, they said they won't be going that, down that path. So it'd be interesting what happens, uh, to see what happens with uh, Oscar McDonald. Is that him? Yeah. Yeah, Oscar McDonald. Sorry. Or is it Tom? Tom McDonald, sorry. <laughs> Stuff that up. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Now, the first uh, pick swaps was between Brisbane and Melbourne. I think it was – they were pretty late picks. I think there was third-rounders um, and future fourth-rounders involved. So, yeah, that's not really a big deal uh, for this year. But, yeah, well, that starts off the swap picks uh, – the pick swaps for this year. Um, move on to the horse races. It was a big week of the Melbourne Cup Carnival. It started off with Derby Day, and it doesn't – you don't see it often. It's the first time it's ever happened – um, someone who has won both the Derby and a grand final. Uh, it's Dennis Pagan with Johnny Get Angry, Joel. Yeah, it was a very good run race. Actually, he just, it was a very good tempo and he just was lightning quick. Well, we have a really close connection because we know the person who basically trained the horse, helped Dennis get his trainer license, did found the horse. Which is um Troy Corsons. Yeah, well he did a great job, and he's still, is he still learn? What's the thing Dennis Pagan's on? Is he? He's like he's a trainer apprenticeship. Yeah, right, and it's pretty good if you're winning a derby in your apprenticeship. That's um, for sure. Yeah, great win from Johnny Get Angry. No one saw that coming. Uh, young, I think we did talk about this last week as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next it was the cup, the big cup. And no one really saw this coming at all. And it was Twilight Payment who won it. Yeah. So it was you... his first time in ages, a person who led from the start. Yeah, it won. was it was a big lead at the start. And then it kind of slimmed down, but he was able to keep the lead. lead. Yeah, he's I thought there was another two hundred meters in the race. Jamie Carr and Prince of Aaron would have won. Yeah. They would have just shot through and won it. Yeah, it was it was a great win from top Twilight Payment. Um, no one really tipped it. It was paying 27 bucks. And yeah. just, no one tipped it. And it just came out of nowhere. Came so. out of nowhere and just won, which was very good for jockey Jai McNeil. Yeah. Um, now, uh, thir- this last Thursday, uh, it was the Oaks. And the old the old fella, uh, is he old? She, he, I don't know. She, to she, she, sorry. It's only personal. Personal won the Oaks. So, yeah, that's a good effort. Um, 
yeah, Oak State's just only the Peelies, which is female. Yeah. They've, that's, it's called Ladies' Day. And, yeah, it's just very slight race. I didn't actually see the race. I watched the replay because yeah. you know, I was on my bike. But, yeah, um, just, yeah. And it was the first time for young trainers, Tom Davinick and Ben Hayes won their first group one with their dad being on Hong Kong. Really? Um, well, coming up, uh, so we're filming this on Saturday. We'll be out on Sunday. But uh, coming up tonight, we'll be, well, later to this afternoon, we'll be the stakes, um, which Is will be a good race. I don't know any uh, horses in the stakes, but who's yours? Probably Mr. Quickie. Um, he's a very good horse. And, yeah, he's just won a – he won a group part, group one with Jamie Carr on board. And, yeah, I think he can go a long way in these stakes. Yeah, well, that's going to be a great race tonight. But the segment you've all been waiting for. And we will announce it at the end of the show – it's Instagram questions, but it will have a new name by the end of this segment. And first question, we've got Marcus Scaramazzino and said, how long until Cripps wins a Brownlow? Now I'm thinking he's had a bit of an off year this year uh, with his shoulder, obviously hurting a fair bit. He had surgery after um, the season. And I think he's a big chance to win it next year. It might be a bit biased, but I'm, He'll be up. I reckon he'll be back to his best next year. Uh, fixed shoulder. He'll be full fitness and back at the G, playing some great games. And I reckon he's he'll win it. He'll be up there next year with some of the greats such as Lockie Neal, um, yeah, Fife and some of those. Um, next question: Johnny Gambaro has said thoughts on the election, Joel. Um. Yeah. So I've just. I've liked Joe, Bar- Joe Biden since the start of the election. It might be a bit controversial, but I've liked him. I just don't think Trump's leading their state, the, the country in the way it should be led. And I think it would be mm. Biden was a very good candidate. Right now, it's still up in the air. Yeah, well, we don't, we don't know too much about American politics, obviously. But um, so Biden is winning... Th- three of the five states that are still available. So I think Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Nevada. Nevada. So it all comes down. Well, it, it did come down to Nevada, but, but uh, with the, Georgia and Pennsylvania being won by Biden, he's it's, now. It's just basically, it's all over. Well, he's got, he's Biden's got, they're still up in the air, all those three states. Trump could still come back theoretically, but it's, he's going to be looking hard to catch. Yeah, it's going to be hard to do it from there if you're down three states. So Biden only needs six more votes. Yeah, six I'm more sure. votes. It's right now it's 264. To, to 214. Yeah. Yep. And so it will go to – it was going to come down to Nevada, but it's it's looking more likely to be seen. Did you see the um funny tweet that Trump posted? No, I didn't. What was oh, it? It was said, if, if I lose this, if Biden wins the election, I'm leaving the country. And Biden posted Biden. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I think he's he's not happy with the votes. He's been tweeting a lot. Um, I follow yeah. him on Twitter, so he's been tweeting quite a lot about the election. Uh, yeah, but that'll be interesting to see uh, who wins. The next one, Joel, can you tell us who put in the question? Yeah, Isaac Felsen, what's happening with Higgins and Brown? 
So oh. they're both the North Melbourne players. Yep. And what is actually happening, Harry? Well, I think, well, Ben Brown's obviously requested a trade to the D's and that'll def, uh, uh, almost more than likely. Yeah, more than likely happen this week. Um, Higgins also uh, probably going to happen. He'll go to the, uh, the Cats this week. It was interesting because I thought he's a, he's a Jet player. And who, what do you reckon will go for Higgins? Will it be a first rounder or will it be a second rounder? I reckon early, late first and early second. Yeah, that's, 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 that's probably his play ballpark for him. Yeah, he's looking for a premiership, so hopefully he can get one at Geelong. Yeah. But, yeah, first or second rounder. But late first, uh, early second rounder. That'll be uh, up there. That'll be probably what will get do- what will get the deal done. And I think North will be happy with that, uh, with them obviously rebuilding. Uh, pro- un- Going to be under a new coach next year. We don't know who that is yet, but um, some candidates there. Yeah, Justin Lepix is in the run. Yeah. Well, that'll be good. Um, next question from Nicky Hulls. He said, where will Trelaw find his new home? And uh, Tom Brown tweeted this morning uh, it would be there was going to be a huge three-way deal. It was between uh, Collingwood, the Dogs, and the Dons. So Dunkley was involved, Trelaw was involved, and I think some of the picks from Essendon were involved to get that deal done. And I think the candidates would probably be Hawks, Dogs, dogs and blues, but I don't. I doubt he's going to the blues. I think it'll be either dogs or hawks if he doesn't want to go up north. Um, you're saying that I reckon he can go to the blues. I reckon the blues. I reckon he wants to win premierships, and I reckon the blues would be a good candidate for him. Yeah, I I don't know because um, shout out to Blue Abroad, but they uh they're talking about the free agency, and I they were talking about how uh we're gonna wait. Uh, for next year because I think Quaden Oliver and Zach Merritt were out of contract. So, yeah, if we're going to get them, I'd rather get them next year to get at, instead of get Adam Trelaw. He's on a high contract. He he didn't uh, exceed – he didn't play as well as they thought he was going to be. He I'm thought saying. they thought he was going to be up uh, near the Brownlow type. But he's been he's been a gun player. I think they – I saw a get uh, somewhere that – he played 93 games at the Pies and averaged 30 disposals. Yeah, that that's that's, that's massive. Just he's a very good player all around, and yeah, yeah. Well, the Pies are going to have to uh, release some of that cap space with a lot of players on the board for trade uh, for trades. They've got uh, obviously Trelaw, uh, Jaden Stevenson, Tom Phillips, and Mason Cox. So yeah, that'll be interesting. What what's going on up there? What yeah. are going on there? Just the cap space is just not doing not doing well there. But next question, Joe. Tom Coburn has said Jeremy Cameron. What is happening? Well, it's the first time some a club has ever matched a deal with uh, for a player. So they've matched a. It's believed to be around a five mil five year deal, which is huge. And I can't believe JWS um, matched that. It's huge. If that they obviously want to keep him really bad. Yeah. Oh, I just don't know why they would. Why do they want to keep him really bad? And why have they waited to the free agency to say they want him? Where? Why don't they keep him? Why don't they say in the middle of the year, here you go, here's your terms, and he might accept it. Like for, for instead of being, 
five years for five million, it could have been five years for eight mil- for eight hundred. Yeah, it's well, just it's just. It's just yeah, wrong. that's that's a good thought, Joel. I don't think anyone's ever anyone's brought that up in the media. So that's that's good. Um, now another question on Paddy Cripps, and it's Hugo Lauer, and he said thoughts on Patrick Cripps and whether he's past his peak. So this is a bit of a stupid question, Hugo, <laughs> because obviously he hasn't passed his peak. Um, he had a, he had a bad year. He was injured. He wasn't uh, fit. Uh, I think the hub also affected him. Yeah, he's definitely not past his peak. He's only 25, I think, 26. So, yeah, he, no way he's past his peak. And he'll be up there in the brown low, like I said, in the next couple of years. Um, next question. Last question. And then we will announce the winner of the... These lovely The hats. hat, the, the one in three hats. So, Nico Maserati has said what, Joel? What should Saad get? What should Essendon get for Saad and Fantasia Harry? Well, I think they'll they'll get eight pick eight for Saad. Um, so they've also they've asked for some. I think five, uh, one of five players from Port. So they've asked for uh, Butters, Dersma, no. Ollie Wines, uh, Marshall. And there's one more that I can't think of. Georgiades. Georgiades. So, I, they're ridiculous, isn't it? Can't believe they've asked for one of them for Fantasia, who's been an average player over the past couple of years and hasn't really. Yeah, he's been all right. He hasn't been yeah. great, but yeah, that's yeah. I think Essendon are just going all overboard. Like they wanted Mocky O'Brien and Paddy Dare, or they wanted Harry Mackay, Charlie Kerno. Yeah, and it's, it's just they, they did offer uh, Mackay a contract uh, last week. I think uh, they offered him big money, but Mackay turned it down and said he wanted to play for the Blues, Blues, which was interesting because they tried <laughs> to sn- snag him there, but I wasn't happy with that snake at all. Snake it, snake him. Yeah, I think I don't think uh, I think Port Adelaide will offer a second rounder, and I don't think it'll get done. Honestly, they're going to ask for a first rounder, and that'll that's what it will come to. Oh, it will come down. It's going to go down to last yeah. night. It's going to go down to the last hour of the last night. It's going to go down. Basically, it's going to be the last ten minutes. Already. Yeah. It, it's just going to. He's going. He's going to stay, or he's going to go. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't see him leaving, and I think he might go through the preseason draft, but I doubt he will, because yeah. Essendon will pick him up. Uh, Port obviously aren't. Uh, high up in the draft for that because they came first this year, but yeah. So now on to we there's there's been some big thoughts into this. So we've got thank you for all the people that have uh, put in and commented on our um, giveaway. It's for a hat. We've had 20, 20 comments, so <laughs> it's been some good ones uh, and a and a few bad ones. But. A few bad ones, but and some good ones. Uh, special shout out. Runners up was Gomma Farrell with uh, Q and A Sunday. That's pretty good. Good, nice and creative. Um, thanks to all the other participants. But the winner, Joel, can you announce the winner and what it is? Yeah, the winner is unclassified. Petrified, Patri- <laughs> and unclassified, <laughs> pacified, <laughs> and ratified. And who is it from, Joel? Jacksonville. Jacksonville has won it. He's won a hat. One of three. There it is. You'll be happy to win that, mate. These are going for quite a lot of money on eBay <laughs> if you can get your hands on one. It's a great name. Uh, 
he he told me he researched it as well. He he searched up the definitions for those uh, pacified and ratified, and it linked to this topic. So yeah, that's that's a good win for Jacksonville, and he'll be happy with one of these. And that'll be coming to you soon, Jack. So look forward to that. Um, that's huge, isn't it? That's massive. Only one in three hats in the world of unclassified footy, and he's got one. He's got one. He's, it's going to be coming soon. I'll be ordering that um, later today, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, after that, we're going, to the, we're going to the trades that should happen this week. So, I'll start it off. And I want I, – if, if this doesn't get done, I'll be pretty annoyed, but – it's in our so side to Carlton and it's in Carlton's court. They want so uh, Essendon are saying pick eight for Sard and we want more. So I think we want pick forty six and Sard for eight. That that that's very reasonable. He's not a pick eight player. He's about a he's a first, first rounder. He's a late first rounder and early second, and that that just levels it for Carlton getting Sard and pick forty six for pick eight. That just levels it. And but actually that. Colton are actually holding up this whole trades bubble. That's yeah. this whole trade circle, which is going to Essendon. And then Essendon will get most likely Dunkley. Yeah. Then then that could be Dunkley could go to that could go to Trelaw. Yeah. It's a it, it's a whole circle going around. And this yeah, it's just gonna be it's massive. Gonna be, yeah. Well, I think it will get done whether it's four pick forty six or if it's not. Um, but if it doesn't, he'll go through the. He said he'll go through the preseason draft. But isn't he contracted, or is he free um, agent? No, he's not a free agent, but he can go through the preseason draft. But Essendon can pick him up. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, next next one that should happen this week, Jill. Desert Jeremy Cameron. Do you reckon he can go to Geelong? I think you... I think it will happen. Whether it includes a player and a pick, it's it's gonna have to be that, or it's yeah, gonna be, have to be first two rounders. Uh, first two first rounders sorry um yeah that's i think that'll be if it doesn't happen i think he'll sign one more year and be and get it be an unrestricted like danaher and you know you never know he could change clubs like danaher he might not want to go to geelong anymore and get a bigger deal like danaher did at uh brisbane instead of going to sydney yeah um yeah just it's it's another one of those trades is gonna go down to the wire. It just it's I just don't know why if they've matched this offer, why have they left it to now where it could it's a whole trade thing? Yeah. Why couldn't they've done it with potentially same amount of years but potentially less amount of money? It's just Well I just don't understand it. Yeah. Um Next one up, we've got Higgins to Geelong, and I think that'll definitely happen. That's Sean Higgins, of course. Not yeah, Jack Sean Higgins. Higgins, sorry, but we'll talk about Jack Higgins later. Um, yeah. We spoke of this, but yeah, it's just it's going to be a probably a potentially late first round to early second. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just it'll add to that Geelong team if they can get those two players. The two teams they're going to be hard. They're going to be hard to beat. The two teams will be hard to beat are going to be Brisbane and Geelong. Yeah. Uh, next, we talked about Fantasia. Obviously, um, I don't think I don't oh, think it'll it's happen. It's gonna go down to the wire. It, it has to go down to the wire. Yeah. Harry, just can't. I can't see. Can't see it be done tomorrow. I yeah. can't see it just be done tomorrow. Over like that. It's not. It's gonna go down to the wire, or it's gonna stay. Yeah. Um, next. So this one's interesting because um, 
Tigers have said that he won't be playing at uh, the club next year, but some clubs have expressed interest, but not too much. Um, Jack Higgins, who had surgery on his brain last year. Very unlucky. Yeah, very unlucky. He had it twice, I think. Yeah, he had it twice. It was just he, one night, he just was driving home from Williamstown, a game Williamstown for the VFL, and just, I was aware of it, I can't remember now. But he just, he just felt very sick, nauseous, and so he went to go and get a scan on his brain, just found all bleeding, brushed him to the hospital. And to get back on that footy field, yeah, after all that, that, that's pretty incredible. They said, they all the doctors said they couldn't be done. Yeah, it's... and and he he almost he probably kicked, he probably took the mark, and kicked the goal that saved Richmond to make a top four. Yeah, well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I think I think he'll go to the Saints, but some Saints clubs, or doggies, some other clubs are showing it. Just the Blues could be a good fit for him. We're looking for a small forward to take Eddie out of that role and retire him. He said he wants to be retired from Isaac Rankin. Uh, so hopefully we can get Isaac Rankin and he requests a trade today <laughs> and goes to Carlton on. Yeah. But I doubt that'll happen. Um, next we talked about Ben Brown and that'll definitely happen. I yeah, think. definitely happen. It's just, he's too good of a player to not happen. Harry just, no, what's going wrong at North? Seriously, what is going out wrong at North? They listed 11 players. Now, coach has left. Yeah, well... Just what's going wrong? I don't know. I think I think they, they tried to uh, start their rebuild this year. We'll start their rebuild last year. Um, they were into their second year. It didn't work. So, I think they're trying to get out all their players and just restart, reset, new coach. And yeah, just try it again, and hopefully it works out better for this for them this next year. Um, now, Coldwell from JWS uh, requested Coldwell. a trade to Essendon. Is it Coldwell. 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 Oh, we don't know. Um, but yeah, that'll probably happen. He'll go yeah. to the Dons. Yeah, Dons are gonna be. They're in their rebuilding phase now. Yeah. Collins probably just coming out of their rebuilding phase. You reckon? Yeah. Well, they said. Um, a five-year plan, they said, it started in 2015. And this year, we were hoping to see some finals, but that didn't happen. So, yeah, next year, it'll be a... Well, you're close to finals. Well, we need to be. Just lost finals, two unlucky games and just, yeah. just dropped out. Um, So, next, we've got Adam Trelaw, who we uh, talked about briefly, but he's linked to the Dogs, Blues and Hawks. He was linked to St. Kilda early, but they said, well, obviously, with Brad, Brad Crouch coming in there, I doubt he'll be going there. Hunter, yeah. Doubting, doubt. Or the only way I could see him snag him is if Crouch plays on the wing. Yeah. Just all I can see is just snag him, just playing Crouch on the wing and just. Well, their uh, salary cap space will probably be Increase. up to the brim soon. They've got a jet team, and I think they let uh, a, a player go today. I'm not sure of his name. I'll get it up here now, though. Um. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting for um, the Saints. I can't get it up. They got McKern. Oh, they did get McKernan, sorry. I don't know why I took that out. But, yeah, that ha- um, yeah, that'll be interesting, McKernan. He, he, got, he, re- he was forced to retire at the Dons and got a one-year contract. 
I think it's a one year. Yeah, he's well, he's the first ever player in the AFL to play for four clubs. Really, that's pretty impressive. Well, yeah, it's still going strong. And yeah, he'll be a good fit, and I think he'll help Max King develop as well. He's a good player. He's uh, McKernan, and yeah. he's just getting a bit old, and I think that's why Essendon forced him out. But yeah, Saints. That's good for the Saints to pick him up uh, as an unrestricted free agent. Um, but the last, the last deal we'll talk about is Tom Phillips, Joel. Still a bit up in the air. Frio's been linked to him. Melbourne's probably the front runners right now, and Hawthorne. Yeah, well, I think Hawks were going hard for him, uh, as said uh, uh, a couple of days ago. But yeah, it's it's pretty tight at the moment. I don't think no one's bet he's he hasn't been heavily connected to most clubs. I think Melbourne's probably yeah the leader, as you said. But yeah, any of those clubs are looking for him, and I think they'll be happy. Any of them will be happy to get him if they can. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, um. Another one I'd like to talk about was Jaden Stevenson. So, still a bit up in the air. No, he hasn't been linked. He, we haven't heard much about him being linked to any other clubs, but the Pies have said that he's uh, they're willing to trade him if they get a good deal. I, yeah, that probably puts his trade value down a little bit. Uh, uh, rising star in 2018, and he didn't have a great year this year. I think the hub affected him. Yeah, 100%. Just affected him very much and just he couldn't get back onto it. Yeah, he, um, yeah, but that'll be interesting. Uh, coming up, uh, in the next week or so. So, Before yeah, that, what, what do you think about the new Swans logo? I don't know. I don't think it's better than last time. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't rate it. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best. It's, I think the other one was better, but I guess it's a good change. Uh, it's time for a change for few clubs. Yeah, well, hopefully that uh, can help them win some games, that <laughs> logo. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that comes to the end of the show. Um, it's a good week this week back uh, in the studio for the first time. We'll be doing a show next week to review all the trade period, all the thing, all the trades that happened. Um, yeah, but it's, it's going to be good um, next week. And then and we'll see what happens. a new segment. Maybe potentially a new segment. Um, congratulations to Jack Seville on the name unclassified, pacified, and ratified. Um, yeah, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Joel, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Harry. See you later. See ya.